0: From Australia, this is the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is
1: accessed on wia.org.au. It certainly is, but who listens to radio? Hello there, I'm Graham VK4BB with the National News. Now many do listen but don't check in and in this case we understand why. The TV show's World's Greatest Car Crashes, and it's available on YouTube, actually shows what a VK ham saw through his dash cam whilst driving and listening to us one Sunday morning. And if you're viewing Bevan VK5BD's video version of this, the WIA National News, buckle up.
0: And for more details, contact Norma VK2YL for WIA National News.
2: Oh
3: my god! You're tuned VK1 WIA
1: News. Hey, we'd love to hear from this very, very lucky WIA listener and driver. Today, from the WIA, we'll be looking and hearing from four of the eight candidates in the forthcoming election. The remainder next week. And we'll hear from WIA Director and Secretary Peter, VK8ZZ, on that poll.
4: Good morning, listeners. The latest WIA poll, which concerns the Australian Communications and Media Authority's consultation paper, looking at moving the amateur radio service to a class licence structure, should now be in your hands. We encourage members and others who have registered to carefully consider the discussion paper that has been produced by the WIA Spectrum Strategy Committee, who have spent many days producing this document. I sincerely thank the members of the Spectrum Strategy Committee for their hard work and contributions. Based on the results of this poll, the WIA will produce a submission for the ACMA to consider. The WIA submission to the ACMA will be published later this month and we would encourage anyone and everyone to make a similar submission to the ACMA. This has been WIA Director and Secretary Peter VKAZZ.
1: Thanks Peter. Now talking of the ACMA, call sign processing times back on track. After meeting recently with the Australian Maritime College to discuss delays in call sign processing, ACMA are reporting that processing times are now back to normal. While demand for new call signs remains high, the AMC has confirmed it has cleared the backlog of applications. Now, fellow inhabitants of Ham Kingdom, it's time to phone a friend and let them know the first four candidates, as listed on the WIA ballot paper, will each give a 90 second plug on why we would vote for them. Tell your friends they'll be here on air in about 20 minutes.
0: Now, international news with Jason, Victor Kilo 2, Lima Alpha Whiskey. IARU Region 1,
5: 23cm band in the spotlight with regulators. During week 15 to the 19th of February, the preparatory work for WRC 23 Agenda Item 9.1B continued in ITUR Working Party 4C. The WRC Agenda Item has initiated technical studies on coexistence between the Radio Navigation Satellite Service and the Amateur Services in the 23cm band. As usual, the IARU participated in the meeting and delivered key information on amateur activities in this important microwave band. The work on this topic will continue throughout the year and beyond, both in ITUR and in the regional telecommunications organisations, and the IARU is committed to ensure every organisation understands the amateur position on this important microwave band. To France now, their new amateur radio call book is available for download and contains listings of more than 13,000 radio amateurs in France at the end of 2020. And it's a free, free download. The call book is available on the Radio Amateurs France website and is produced from the data provided by France's National Frequency Agency. IARU Region 2 St Barthélemy. This French-speaking Caribbean island, commonly known as St. Bart's, was the landing spot for the Fox 4 Golf Oscar Hotel beacon. Maurice, Fox 6, Charlie India Uniform, has messaged, Yes, we did it. WSPR rode the Atlantic Ocean. My good friend Jirak Suday, after 74 days at sea and over 2,900 nautical miles of lonely rowing between Canary Islands and the Caribbean Islands, arrived February 26 in St. Bartholomew to a welcome and huge fanfare. On board, there was an experimental WSPR beacon, Fox 4 Golf Oscar Hotel, less than 1 watt on 10 megahertz, and the antenna was a shortened mobile diamond. The design of the F4GOH and F6CIU worked wonderfully throughout the crossing, despite two capsizes, antenna and beacon being submerged for several minutes. The experience should be repeated in the next summer between Cape Cod USA axis to Brest in Brittany, France. IARU Region 3. To India, a radio set shaped like a globe. A crown-talking machine made in 1907. These and 100 other unique radio sets of which 80% are in working condition are at the newly opened Shortwave Radio Museum and Knowledge Centre in Bengaluru also called Bangalore, in the centre of India's high-tech industry. The city is also known for their 19th century Bangalore Palace, modelled after England's Windsor Castle. But back to the wireless museum, which is the brainchild of 56-year-old Uday Kalbergi, whose love for radio began way back when he was 9 or 10 years old. I've listened to them since childhood and now I want to showcase this bygone technology to today's younger generation, said the telecom engineer, who's dedicated an entire floor of a four-storey building to his museum. Each radio set carries a short note with its name, country of origin and description. The museum opened February 13, World Radio Day. And wrapping up this week's international news to New Zealand, the country's radio spectrum management, RSM, says the RF spectrum has become an important economic resource, but its usefulness is diminished by pollution. RSM has produced a compliance guide to give radio spectrum users and suppliers of electrical and radio products information about compliance requirements, compliance audits and enforcement. This is part of an ongoing campaign to stop people from using prohibited equipment, in particular unrestricted two way rodeos. For WIA National News in Sydney, I'm Jason,
3: VK2LAW. Now, operational news with Felix, VK4FUQ. Hello there, and before I open the DX window today, a look at our major VK contest for the next few weeks. This weekend is International DX Phone Contest March 6 and 7. Tomorrow, Monday, we'll see the International Women's Day contest. Finland's SRAL reports that International Women's Day will be celebrated in the spirit of a relaxed race on March the 8th on the HF bands using CWRSSB modes with up to 100 watts output. Shortly, we'll hear from Alara and for International Women's Day. Commonwealth Contest 13-14 March WYH John Moyle Field Day march from UTC 100 hours on Saturday 20 to 0059 hours Sunday the 21st. The CQ Worldwide SSB WPX Contest, March 27, 28. The CQ Worldwide CW WX Contest, May 29, 30. And not so much a contest, but a very important date on our calendar, April 25 a.m. CW for Day, from 9 a.m. on 7125 kHz a.m. Dx Window Many special event stations prefer Bureau QSL cards via the OQRS system. This system is where you go online and request their QSL card via the Bureau, and one is sent to you for free. No sending of a QSL card from you is required. OQRS saves we amateurs money as special event station is not usually interested in receiving your card. So OQRS request online receive for free. Pride Radio Group are on the air with special event call sign VI 2021 Pride during the Sydney Mardi Gras which ends March 7th, then again during Midsummer, April 19 to May 5, and Pride Month, 1 to 30 of June.
2: This is Luke, vk 3 ukw with a last-minute announcement for Sunday only. Special event station, VI 2021 Pride, will be on the air today, March 7, with your last chance to snag the limited edition QSL card for Sydney Mardi Gras. We will be back for midsummer, April 19 to May 5, and for June Pride Month, June 1 to June 30. Unique QSL cards will also be issued for both of these events, and an award is available for those who work VI 2021 Pride for all three events. Operation will be on HFSSB and HFFT8. QSL direct via VK4XSS. For details, see the website prideradio.group or look up VI 2021 Pride on qrset.com. Pride Radio Group is an international group that aims to further acceptance and inclusion for underrepresented groups in amateur radio.
3: Thanks, Luke. VK3UKW for Pride Radio Group and VK3PRG. The RAF is flying high to celebrate its 100 years. VI 100 AF March 1 to 29 May. VK 100 AF March 1, 31 August. Netherlands. PC 19 Hope is QMV until March 10. To support everything containing the COVID-19 pandemic, QSL via PA7 HPH. This next special call called Cyan, I'm sure, needs no explanation as to its meaning or purpose. It's on the air for one month only. Over the call. GB2VAX GB2VAX is operational from the QDH of Andy, G4ISN, of the Welland Valley ARS from the 1st to the 20th of March. Modes will be SSB, FT4, FT8 on the HF bands. Coventry is a city of culture in 2021. GB1-COC is being operated on behalf of the Coventry ARS by Brian G8-GMU. He will be mainly on the 80m band using SSV but also 2m FM and digital speech modes. Operation now until the 13th of March. Denmark. Special Event Station OV-0 Jutlandia is QIV until the end of March 2021 to commemorate the humanitarian mission of the Danish hospital ship Jutlandia. During the Korean War, activities on HF bands using CWS has in various digital modes. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix, vk 4 fuq Kewenningham.
0: This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia, through VK1WIA. Now, Special Interest Group News, with Bruce, VK3FFF.
6: Hello and thanks for tuning the special interest segment of Australia's leading ham radio news service. First in the queue this week, worldwide special interest groups, Faith, Baptist Disaster Relief. The amateur radio communications team of the Florida Baptist Disaster Relief has created a multi-site radio communications exercise dubbed Whirlwind Boom, designed to bring together volunteers and local agencies across northern Florida and throughout the southeastern U.S. The two-hour drill is set for Friday, March 19th. Volunteers taking part in the 2021 Florida Baptist Disaster Relief On-Site training the following day have been invited to exercise with a scenario which involves tornadoes, coupled with the terrorist bombing of the telephone system and large numbers of displaced residents seeking shelter. Now that's a scenario, especially when we learn only radio remains. Participating groups will receive secret messages advising them of unexpected handicaps that mimic what might happen during an actual disaster, complicating their tasks. All in all, a whirlwind boom. Worldwide special interest groups, females in radio. Tomorrow, Monday eighth of March is International Women's Day.
7: Hello, I'm Shirley VK five YL. Tomorrow, Monday the eighth of March is International Women's Day. Alara has its regular Monday evening net on three decimal five seven zero megahertz at ten hundred UTC. Because of this special event, we invite all YLs to come and join us on the net to celebrate the day. On this occasion we also invite OMs to call in and cheer Alara along. Set your alarm now for ten hundred UTC tomorrow and tune in to three decimal five seven zero megahertz. Let your voices be heard, ladies. Hope to hear you on the net. Take care and stay safe. thirty three Shirley BK five YL
6: Thank you, Shirley. Now, Worldwide Special Interest Group's final frontier. Wednesday last, an amateur radio contact took place on the International Space Station between youngsters and youth in Moldova and an International Space Station ISS crew member. The Moldova Peace Corps, MPC, is the hosting organisation and 90 students aged 10 to 18 from a consortium of educational institutions, rural schools and libraries from nine Moldovan villages participated. Moldova is a very small landlocked country lying between Romania and the Ukraine. During the multi-point telebridge contact, students took turns asking questions of astronaut Mike Hopkins, KF5LJG. On Mars, all it takes is a little ingenuity. Have you ever dreamed of having the frequency all to yourself to make that one perfect historic QSO? Well, it can happen on Mars. Amateur Radio Newsline's Space Cadet Paul Braun, WD-9GCO, takes us there.
8: Talk about operating mobile. NASA's Ingenuity Mars helicopter, prepped to accomplish the first powered flight on that planet, has already achieved its first QSO. According to reports from NASA, the four-pound helicopter, which is actually a drone, is resting comfortably in the underbelly of NASA's Perseverance rover, which landed on the Red Planet on February 18th. Its mission is to conduct a test of the first powered flight in the thin atmosphere there, where it is capable of achieving an altitude of no more than 15 feet, or 5 meters. The tiny helicopter employs point-to-point wireless communication with the rover. A day after the landing, the helicopter sent its first message back to Earth via the rover by making use of NASA's Mars Reconnaissance Orbiter, saying that all systems, including its power supply of six lithium-ion batteries, were working as expected. According to NASA... It will be at least a month before Ingenuity makes its maiden flight. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Paul Brown, WD9GCO. One has to wonder though, is Ingenuity going to apply for a QSL card?
6: And if so, does that go direct or through a bureau? I've got to imagine it's going to need one for that Worked All Planets Award. That's a lot of postage. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Medical After two recent deaths, Chattanooga-area ham radio operators decided to close ranks. Many of the amateur radio hobbyists live alone, so a system of nightly radio checks has been put in place to signal if anyone needs help. At their core, that's what hams do, they take care of one another. Members of the so-called Lone Ranger Net said at 7pm every night, seven days a week, they jump on the radio and say, I'm OK, explained Jim Gifford, a 44-year-old Chattanooga businessman and amateur radio enthusiast. Gifford said the Lone Ranger Net was established after one elderly radio operator died of natural causes and another one died at his home due to an accident. He said, in both cases, their deaths were not immediately known to friends and family members. He said, now, if someone in the Lone Ranger Net fails to check in on any given night, they get a text, a phone call, or even a knock on the door to make sure all is okay. Worldwide Special Interest Group, Military. OI Activity Day on Friday, March 5th. Check your logs and if you worked five or more on Friday the 5th, you're in line for a military award. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Rescue Radio, Costa Rica and its great VHF National Channel. Costa Rica is a small country, but it has an exceptional repeater system, which helps to be a boon during emergencies over the broken topography of the Central American country of 51,100 square kilometres. And it's all thanks to the work of the main radio clubs and individual radio amateurs who actively participate. In addition to this, due to the joint collaboration of the Radio Club of Costa Rica, the group Ecos del Norte and the Radio Club de Pere Zeladon, the country has what they have called the National VHF Channel, which is made up of six repeaters in the band of two metres linked together. This facilitates communication between radio amateurs from not just all over Costa Rica, but the country outside its borders, since it can be activated by radio amateurs from Nicaragua and Panama adjacent to their borders, particularly when help is needed. Undoubtedly, a great tool that can be used for regular communication exercises or in times of emergency. Last week, mention was made in the text edition of the search in the Victorian high country for VK3 VZP. The search, still ongoing, was in the Channel 9 TV show Under Investigation, which covered the unexplained disappearance of both radio amateur Russell Hill, VK3 VZP, and his female companion, both missing since March 20th, 2020. Russell was camping in the remote Wannongatta Valley, and his last amateur radio contact was with Rob Ashland, VK3BEZ, at 6pm on March 20th. He has not been heard from since. On March 21st, the campsite was found, with the tent burned to the ground, and VK3VZP's Toyota Land Cruiser sitting next to it. One thing to note is the forensic policeman in the show, although having the same name as our WIA president, is not that Greg Kelly. Anyone with information is asked to ring Crime Stoppers. I'm Bruce, VK3 Triple F.
1: Thanks, Bruce. Now, how about we go to the movies with VK1WIA?
0: Hi, and welcome. Through the Waves is looking to raise funding to film the untold story of Artie Moore. He was a young man from Wales who in 1912 received the distress call from the sinking Titanic. In the early hours of 15th of April 1912, in the loft of a 17th century jelly mill near Blackwood, Moore, using crude radio apparatus, received a faint signal in Morse code. CQD, CQD, SOS, DE, MGY, position 4144N, 5024W, require immediate assistance. Come at once, we've struck an iceberg sinking. We're putting the women off in the boats. Then came the final signal. Come as quickly as possible, old man. Our engine room is filling up to the boilers. Moore relayed the news to the locals and to the local constabulary, who did not believe him. Two days later, the locals received confirmation through the national press that it was true. The newspapers also confirmed, as Moore had claimed that the new SOS distress signal had been used by the Titanic's radio operators, along with the usual CQD signal, thus proving that Moore had indeed received the signals from the doomed liner. In 1912, it was understood that the range of Titanic's wireless was 400 miles in daylight and possibly up to 2,000 in darkness. At over 3,000 miles, it was the furthest any radio signal in the world had been received. The filmmakers plan to tell the story in this dramatisation. They've already signed BAFTA award-winning Jack Parry Jones to play Arthur Moore and Garth John Bale to play Artie's father. The funding raised will go towards paying the professional crew and actors on board and will allow the team to afford the authenticity involved in recreating his early 1900s loft or attic. It's from there Artie would often receive Morse code messages from ships. Go to Indiegogo.com and search for Artie moore film it's the first
1: entry thanks john vk4 jjw well from the movies i reckon it's down to the local school of arts because it's just about time to go voting and i hope you've phoned a friend
6: this is vk1 wia all points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions www.wia.org.au
1: Now the order of names appearing on the ballot paper are as follows Peter Schrader, VK4EA Peter Dernicus, VK3FN Greg Kelly, VK2GPK Stephen Green, VK2TSG Peter Klee, VK8ZZ Chris Dimitrovic, VK3FY Scott Williams, VK3KJ David Ouzel, VK2DU Members are asked to vote for a maximum of four nominees, just strike out the names of the nominees not voted for, and return your votes before March 27. Now let's hear four of the eight candidates, and kicking it off, top of the ballot paper is VK4EA.
9: G'day, this is Peter Slater, VK4EA, also KQ4PS. I've got myself onto the WIA board election ballot paper, and you're probably wondering why vote for me? I was first licensed in two thousand as VK four TGB, taking up nine v one PS shortly after I moved to Singapore for work. My initial interests were in HF and APRS and now active on microwaves and atv I'm a Past president and now member of the Red Clifford District's Radio Club, treasurer of the Brisbane VHF Group, a member of the SCQ ATV group, and vice president of Oz Travel Safety Net, Victor Mike Delta seven five zero. I've had many technical and managerial roles based in VK and overseas. So what are some of my goals? I want to know what stops people joining or renewing the WA membership. The Institute needs strength and numbers to make a real difference. A larger, more engaged membership gives us amateurs a voice. The WA needs to get better with communications and to me, using social media effectively makes sense. I'd like to ensure that the Institute maintains dialogue with the ACMA, the AMC, and I may be bold, other representative organisations. I've a number of other ideas. There's just not enough time to go through them here. It is important you take some time to participate in the voting process. Please do it as soon as you receive your ballot, so to ensure that it is received in time. Cheers for now. This has been Peter, VK4EA, for the WIA National News.
1: Thanks, Peter. Second on the ballot paper, VK3FN.
7: Hi, my name is Peter Dounikos VK3FN. My professional background is a company director for the past 12 years. I have been highly active in many aspects of amateur Radio ever since obtaining my foundation license back in 2006, and in 2012 I upgraded to an advanced license. I am an active DX chaser, contester, and have been involved in a few expeditions over the years. I enjoy bringing new people into the hobby, and a highly active volunteer examiner for the AMC and the AWRL. I am the current President of the VA Group. We organise and administer AMC and AWRL Amateur Licence Examinations. I have been a member of the WA since 2006. As a WI Director, I have nominated to work with the Board cohesively and positively to encourage and focus as a strong team in protecting and improving our Amateur service to our members and the Amateur community. The changes I would like to achieve with the Board I'd have a better relationship with the ACMA and AMC, have a greater transparency and more engagement with our members and affiliated clubs, encourage more youth into the hobby, improve the current educational path and streamline the examination process that we currently have. Seven threes, Peter Dernikos, VK3FN.
1: Our third candidate is current WIA President Greg, VK2GPK. We'll hear from Greg next week. But fourth on the ballot paper is VK2TSG.
10: Hello, this is Stephen Green, VK2TSG. I've been a licensed amateur operator since 1992 and have previously worked in radio communications sales and service in Brisbane, Sydney and Melbourne. And for a short time I was welcomed as a member of the Moorabbin and District Amateur Radio Club, Wilston VK3. I'm currently the Vice President of the Blue Mountains Amateur Radio Club in New South Wales. I have extensive experience in managing and working in IT and communications for emergency services, including work in triple zero call centres, emergency operations centres and as a responder in the field. I've also worked across several disciplines, including chaplaincy, peer support, nursing, volunteer services and management, as well as on boards and executive committees. Following in the footsteps of those who introduced me to the hobby, I've also recruited and mentored a number of people into amateur radio and founded a Facebook group to encourage foundation operators and those who support them to communicate and discuss common issues. It is my intention to investigate ways to increase the usage of the bands and also recruit newcomers to our ranks, including programs of mentoring and additional support for affiliate clubs and groups, particularly in remote and regional locations. I would also like to work with all stakeholders to examine improvements that could be made with the process of becoming a licensed amateur, as many have discussed such difficulties with me. If elected, I would be open to hearing from amateurs across Australia and its territories, whether members or not, to ensure that the WIA is able to understand the situations that we face. Thank you to all for your time and consideration in regards to the 2021 election. 73s from Stephen Green, VK2 TSG. Fifth on the ballot paper is current
1: WIA Secretary, VK8ZZ.
4: I was first elected as a WIA Director in 2017, and since that time I am proud of the way the Board has become so much more open and transparent to our members. I wish to continue my contribution to the WIA as a member of the WIA Board. In 2018 I was appointed the Secretary of the WIA, a position I currently still hold. I have been active in financial management of the WIA. The WIA currently maintains an overall strong financial position. I have been licensed for over 40 years and have lived in the Northern Territory for over 30 years. Since that time, I have been very active in local government, having held the position of Council President or Vice President for 18 of my 22 years in local government. In the long term, we must maintain a strong and united position and be two hundred percent behind the WIA to lobby government and make representations to preserve our current privileges and to maintain and expand our bands. This
1: is Peter Cleve, VK eight ZZ. On the social scene, it's meet the voice barbecue at Ross March twenty-one.
7: Please note that the Meet the Voice will be going ahead this year on the weekend of the 20th and 21st of March 2021 with the main event happening on Sunday the 21st from 11am. It will be happening at the Ross Caravan Park on the banks of the picturesque Macquarie River. As in past years, the attendees are welcome to make a weekend of it and stay at the Caravan Park. The barbecues will be fired up on Sunday for lunch and the presentation of the Meet the Voice Sewing Circle Trophy will be made at around 11am. The weekend coincides with the John Moyle Memorial Field Day Contest where the focus is on portable operation. So why not bring along your portable station and operate in the John Moyle as well? And the 73 from the Sewing Circle net.
1: We move back up to Queensland. VK4 Redfest, April 10. Mayham in VK2 at the Wyong Racecourse, May 30. The Serg Fox Hunt and Convention, Mount Gambier, June 12 and 13. And in VK3, Rosebud Radio Fest by Spark, 9.30am, November 14. Now till the next we meet, and we'll play the remaining four candidates for you. I'm Graham VK4BB. Walk softly. From Australia, this has been the Wireless Institute of Australia with the
0: weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au.